In Jeremiah 12, 5, God challenges Jeremiah, If you have run with men and they have tired you out, how will you compete with horses? God offers you a similar challenge to live a life of biblical discipleship and to build a healthy marriage and a godly family. He never promises it will be easy, but it will always be worth it. Are you ready to run with horses? Hello, this is Norman, and welcome to Run With Horses. Glad to have you with us again today. If you haven't done already, check out runwithhorses.net, and you can find show notes and other information about what's going on. You can also find all of our past shows, so thanks for listening. Today, I've been thinking a lot about our life, you know, how, how you live is important. Obviously, if you look at the Bible, if you're someone who really is reading and considering who Jesus is and what he calls us to, the way that we live is really important. And I know if you're a Christian and you go to church and you hear sermons, one of the things you hear all the time is that what you believe is really important, and that's true. I totally agree that what you believe is important. However, it's also important how you live. And really, how you live reinforces your beliefs, or it contradicts those beliefs. So, you can live a life that's kind of schizophrenic, where you believe one thing, or at least you would say that you believe one thing, but your life doesn't back that up. And I think you're always going to struggle a little bit internally if your life is not consistent. And I think the unfortunate truth is that for many of us as believers, we are very strong on truth as far as a belief system, but we're not quite as strong in living it out. And I believe Jesus actually expected us to live out the Christian life. I think when he gave his commands to uh, radically love each other, to turn the other cheek, to really consider others better than yourself, I think he meant that. I don't think that was just uh, a manner of speaking or hyperbole. I, I think he meant that. So our life really does tell people, show people, that what we believe is real. And if we don't live that way, then I think there's a disconnect that's harmful to us. Because what does it mean? If you say one thing, you do something else. Well, it means you're a hypocrite. And I, I don't want to be a hypocrite. And I don't think that you want to be a hypocrite. Which means we need to examine the the things that we believe and our life and say, where do they match up? Where do they not match up? And if they don't match up, why don't they? Is it because I don't really believe it? Or is it because I've gotten so distracted by less lesser things, unimportant things, that I'm not willing to, to let go of busyness and all these other less important things for the sake of the most important? I have, as uh, one pastor used to say, I've not kept the main thing the main thing. So today, my title, if I had one, would be, Your your Life is a Message, So What Does It Say? And I think that's maybe important for us to think about. We We do share a message with our life, in all of our life. And hopefully, that message is consistent with what you believe. So I want to start with... First, saying, how does your life speak? Because if your life has a message, 
it's a message that's communicated and there's all kinds of communication. So words are communication. Music can communicate certain things. Our actions communicate something. Our attitudes communicate something. So there's lots of ways of communicating. So I want to look at a few ways that our life communicates. And the first one is, let's call it word of mouth. <laughs> so, and we can, we're going to split this into two. Word of mouth, the first one is yours. What do you say? So you hopefully have beliefs that you actually really hold and you share with people. So you tell people, I believe this is true. So as an example, you know, I believe that the Bible is true. I, I believe that. So my word of mouth is going to be, I believe the Bible's true. And consistent with that, to back that up and support that claim, I'm also going to say, I believe you should read the Bible. I'm going to have lots of words that I use that back up my claim that I believe that the Bible's true. So I have my belief, and then my word should back that up. Well, when we think of word of mouth, there's my word, but there's also your words. There's other people's words. So when someone who knows me talks about me and someone says, what does Norman think about the Bible? Hopefully, because my life has backed it up, my words have backed it up, and my belief is clear, other people will also say, oh, Norman believes that the Bible's true. So it's not just my words. It is other people's words. And this combines to word of mouth. That's one way that our life really speaks. And it's, it's the clearest way, right? You know, you have your beliefs, if you don't share them, share them with anybody, they're just in your head. <laughs> it may be in your heart. You don't, if you don't share them, people can't really see what you believe. But when you open your mouth and tell them, that's the clearest way to communicate your beliefs. So word of mouth is the clearest. It's probably, uh, I'd say it's probably the strongest because you can uh, clarify you know, I, the ideal way that I see word of mouth working in sharing the message of your life is in conversation. And I mean in a conversation that is a back and forth with one or two people where you're able to share, they're able to share, you're able to ask questions, you're able to really understand someone and their beliefs if you can have a conversation about it. If you just have a, a monologue and you just tell somebody what you believe, well, sometimes we use words in a way that other people don't, so it's not maybe clear, or they stopped listening, <laughs> so in the case it's not clear. So if it's a conversation, we're both tracking along, then I can be confident that you understand what I mean when I say it, and you can be confident you understand what I'm saying, if you can ask questions and clarify the words that I use or the way that I put it. So word of mouth is definitely important. We think about our life as a message, both our word of mouth and what other people say. So part of this is assuming that other people know you well enough to know what you really believe because they can hear your words and other people's word of mouth might contradict yours. If you say, I believe the Bible's true, but other people know that you don't actually read it, okay, they might say, well, you know, he says that he believes it, but I've never seen him read it. Um, okay, that there might be conflict there. So if you want it to be a clear message, you want your life to have a clear message, 
then your belief in your, your words need to match up. So the second way that your life really shares a message is through your actions. So if your words are maybe the clearest, the actions are probably almost as clear and definitely, I think, as strong or maybe even stronger. People look at your life and they see you do things. And, okay, what do you do? If we go back to what I said, I believe that the Bible is true. I tell you that with my words. Hopefully, other people that know me would also say that, yes, he believes the Bible is true. What, what do I do? Well, I read the Bible. Um, I, I talk about it. I teach it. Um, I try to do things that are in line with that belief that it's true and it's important, that it's valuable to my life. So what you do should come out of what you believe. And I think some people really struggle because they say they believe something, but then their actions really don't match up. And so there's always this tension there and everyone that knows them, is it a matter of they don't believe it? Or is it a matter of them believing it, but for some unknown reason, they're not willing to live it out? So there's a disconnect. If our actions and our beliefs don't match up, uh, we're not genuine. You know, we're not real. There's, there's a problem. So we think about actions and, and what we do and how that should match it up. Part of what we ask ourselves to evaluate if, is my life and my choices, are they consistent with what I believe? So why do I do what I do? What's my purpose? Do I live with intentionality? These are questions we can ask and evaluate the choices we make. Because really, I would say, when we think about our actions, really we're talking about our choices. You have all kinds of choices. You can be someone who says, well, I really value, I believe that eating healthy is important. And then you eat mostly junk food. So, and so, well, it's because it was easy. Uh, it, it's, it's cheap and it's easy to get junk food. It's more expensive and it's a little harder to eat healthy. Okay, well, that's, that's a kind of a weird disconnect. If you, if you believe this is important, you, yes, you have to intentionally make good choices to have good food available to make it easy to, to have a healthy snack when you're on the road and things like that. You can do that if you're intentional. If you really don't care then yeah, you just eat whatever's available. So there would be a disconnect between your belief that eating healthy is really important and the fact that you eat junk food most of the time. So you have to evaluate, say, why do I do what I do? Is it thoughtful? Is it purposeful? Is it in line with what I believe? Or is it just kind of, I let stuff happen and see where it takes me? And I think a lot of people live that way. They kind of meander through life, no real purpose. You know, they, they kind of like to avoid really big, bad things. They'd like to have some enjoyable things happen, but they don't have any real purpose. I think a lot of people don't have a real strong purpose for their life. They're not really engaged in using their life and their influence in any kind of meaningful way. As a Christian, I would understand that what I mean by that is I, I believe that following Jesus is... Uh, the most important thing you can do in life. You need to know that uh, Jesus died on the cross for our sins and that he is 
uh, paved the way for us to be rightly reconciled with God and to be part of God's church. And He has a, a meaning and purpose for our lives. So I believe that that's true. So I want to be intentional in the influence that I have to help other people understand that God is real. He does love them. Uh, he does have uh, a purpose for their life. They were created to be in a relationship with Him and with His church. So I want my actions and my words to be consistent and back up that belief that I have. So what do your actions say about who you are and what you believe and what you really value? The scary thing is that when we look at the church today, there doesn't seem to be a really big difference between the church and the world, what everyone else believes and what the church believes. So there are exceptions. There are people who live uh, just amazingly uh focused, dedicated lives that really stand out in that they don't live like everyone else. They've made choices that often seem even crazy from the world's perspective, but they stand out partly because they're so rare, even within the church. There are not uh, just this consistent stream of people who are living radically devoted lives to following Jesus. Or yeah, you have to say it that way. If it wasn't, if it was radical, you would see it. And you just don't see that in most churches. You see people who claim to be Christians, and they're they're good people, and they're trying to be honest and moral and all those kind of things. But I know a lot of unbelievers who also live that way, who would say their goal is to be good people, and they want to take care of the environment. They want to be nice. They want to have a peaceful world, and they're for all those things. So, well, they basically they don't seem a lot different than a lot of Christians. Where is the Christian who follows Jesus who really aims to live out what Jesus taught? Well, that seems to be a little rare. I think that would be radical. So, we think about our actions. What do you do? Well, your actions will confirm the message of your life. They will be telling the message of your life. And they, your actions, your words should line up. Third one is your personality or your character. And this is both the sum of your words and actions, but it's, it's more than that. Um, it's how you speak and act. So, most of us talk to a lot of people and we talk meet people all day and all of our conversations, it's more than just the words. It's more than just the little interactions between us and the other person, our personality, our character, our emotions, our attitude, all of that play a part in how our message is received. And I'm talking about the message of our life, not just the message of the conversation. So it's, it's how you speak, it's how you act, it's the emotion that you put into the words, it's the little quirks of your personality, all of that plays a role in how your message is received. You can say the same thing, you can have two men and they can say the same exact thing, uh, but it comes across differently. It communicates a different message, a drastically different message. So it's important to recognize that who you are, how you're made, all of that comes out and is part of your message of life. Uh, you share your beliefs in the way that you treat people and all those kind of things. So I, I'll stop there for the, the first part. So how does your life speak? Your words, your actions, and your personality, your character, all of that play a big role into sharing your life's message. But the second part I wanted to really focus on today is what is your life's message? And I think 
it's important. <laughs> you know, you have to recognize you are sharing some kind of message with your life. Now, it may be that you're sharing a message that life is not important and everything is meaningless and there is no God. And that may be the message of your life. Your life has a message, though, even if you don't intend it to have a message. So as someone who, as I've already said, I believe the Bible is true and I'm really committed to following Jesus in my life. So I believe that the message that Jesus has is the most important message in the world. And I want that to be the message of my life. So I want to then be intentional, live accordingly. So the question that I have for you is, is the message that you're sharing with your life important enough to be worth a life? Because it will take your whole life to share this message of your life and every part of your life. So is the message you're sharing worth it? And I think we, we need to start there when we think about what our life's message is. Is it an important message? So have you thought about what you want your life to communicate? Are you being intentional in communicating something with your life? If your message is not intentional, if you've never thought about it, then your message, it may be mixed. It may be varied. It may be uh, different at different times. It may be, uh, it may lack cohesiveness. And it may be a message that you don't intend to share. It may be a message that's not really worth sharing. You know, your, your message may be worth a lot of strain and a lot of struggle in your life, in your life. You know, life can be hard. And some of the things of value, some messages that we want to communicate uh, can cost us a lot. But if we've decided, we've thought about it, we've prayed about it, we've considered it, and we know this message is true and this message is worth it, then it makes the, tri the trials of life, the struggles of life, easier to deal with. It's easier to have patience when you understand that the trials I'm going through are part of me sharing the message that I'm intentionally committed to sharing. And that, that's maybe a last part to put to that too. Are you committed to your message? If you're intentional about it and you understand what it is and you, you understand that it's valuable, you're much more likely to be committed to it. Uh, if you're not committed to it, you may abandon it when it gets hard. So my encouragement is to consider your message. Think about it. Be intentional about it. Choose the message that you want your life to share. And it should be, again, it should be based on what God's Word says. Uh, you should be looking at your message and your gifts and how God has made you and say, how does God want you to be part of building up his church and sharing the message of the cross to the world? Okay, your message should contain at least that message. Then how do you live that out? What is your specific message? Is your message to uh, to singles or to families or, you know, is it to another nation, to an to a ethnic group? Uh, God has lots of ways he may have equipped you to take uh, your message to a certain group of people, but you want to be intentional about it and understand it's worth it. It's going to be difficult to be intentional to live a life that shares a message that's worth it. So your life is saying something. So is that message clear? So if you've thought about it and you understand what your life is saying, look, I want my life to be sharing the message that following Jesus is worth it. Is that message clear? When you, when you look at my life, uh, when I say I, I, I think God's word is, is true, God is really there, and that Jesus is who he says he is, then I want to follow him. Is that message clear in my life? A lot of the choices that we make day in and day out, they can make that message of our life kind of muddy. Uh, it can make it like looking through a, a thick fog and say, well, I think there's something there, but it's it kind of indistinct. I can't quite see what it, what it is. 
your choices can make that message kind of hard to understand or hard to see or not really sure. Some people might look at your life and if your your choices are not consistent and in line with what you believe, they may not know that you even have a message because it's just kind of, well, there's stuff there, but I'm not really sure. It's not, it's kind of disconnected. So we, we want to understand the way that we share a message when we go back to our words, our actions, and our, our personality, our character, all those things. That's how we share the message. It's also how we make the message clear, or it's how we make the message muddy. If your words, your actions don't line up, you may be muddying the message. You may be making it harder for people to understand the message that you want your life to share. So when you think about your message, you want it to be clear and you want to consider, you know, your life is saying something. Is what your life saying your choice? Are you going along with the crowd? You know, the world today has a loud voice and you can't get away from it. And you know, it seems like this past several years, there are certain voices in our in our culture in the world that are louder than they were before. They're not necessarily more true. They're not necessarily good, but they're louder and they have a strong influence. So we can easily be swayed by loud voices in the society around us. Okay, that's different than you committing to a message that you've studied out and you understand this is the message that I believe is true and I want to follow. Okay, that message you can commit to and it's going to take you through difficult times. But if you follow society's message, what you'll find is there there are waves. So there are messages that come and they're going to be replaced by another message eventually. It may take a long while. It may take a short while. Some messages come and go quickly. But if you're allowing other people to determine the message of your life, then, you know, you're going to be constantly changing your message because this is the most important thing, but only until the next most important thing comes along. And I think when we back up and consider life from the standpoint of eternity, we're much better equipped to come away with a message that this message is one that's going to stick. This is the message that is worth it in all of my life, for the rest of my life, because it carries on, it's true even into eternity. A lot of messages in the world today are are temporary. They're going to come and go. Uh, They're going to change. And if you allow other people to determine your message, you're just going along with people around you. Well, you're going to have words, actions, and they may match up, but you may find that you continue to have to change or backtrack. So consider your message. Is it clear? Uh, Is it muddy? Who's determining it? You know, your life is saying something. And maybe the last thing I want to think about when we're considering a message, and as a Christian, you, you really want to consider who is watching you because who's when you speak, someone's listening to your words. You go throughout society, you go throughout your life, you go to work, you, you're in the community. People see your actions. They see your relationships with other people. They see your personality, your character. Do you honor your word? All these things play a role in people looking at you and, and making a judgment call about what kind of person you are and coming away with uh, a, a perception of Christianity, maybe even a perception of Christ, if you're bold and have proclaimed you're a Christ follower. So think about, as you're thinking about the message and the way that the message is presented in, your, in and through your life, who's listening? Who's watching? And obviously, for a lot of us, it, the, the first layer you want to think about is your family. 
Uh, if you have kids or if you're still at home, you have brothers and sisters or parents or uh, maybe you live close enough, you have cousins and grandparents and all those kind of things. You have family relationships and people who are listening and they're watching and they're they're looking at your life. And I think sometimes family can be the hardest because maybe you got saved later in your life and they knew you before and then they see you after. And in some ways, that's great because they see the change. But in some ways, I know that that can feel difficult because they know these things about you. So uh, when you speak to them, when you uh, act in a certain way, they may not see it uh, as genuine or they may want to make fun of that because they remember the past. So it can be difficult. That's kind of like Jesus said, a prophet's not without honor except in his own country. So you could have your family might be the hardest place to really live a consistent message. The next layer might be your, your friends, the people that you hang out with. Uh, these are people that you choose. You know, you get to choose your family, but you get to choose your friends. So the people that you hang out with, okay, they're going to interpret the message maybe a little differently. A lot of your friends are going to have maybe more grace than your family does sometimes. They're going to listen with a grain of salt. And they're going to understand that you're human, and uh, they're going to love you in spite of that. Um, family and friends, they're listening, they're watching, and they see the message. Your neighbors, coworkers, people that you, you do things with on a regular basis or that see you. Maybe it's hobbies, things like that. You have people that you have a relationship with, you can speak to, you know. They know your name, you know their name. These are a lot of the places where you might not get to share maybe the gospel with everyone in this, le in this level. With a lot of them, you might. It's, it is a part of the place where you want to be salt and light. But everyone there you might not have a good, strong conversation with. The ones you're not, they're watching you. And then it's even more important that the message of your life is consistent and that it shines a good light on Jesus. The next light, uh, the next level is going to be strangers, people that you don't know their name and you're maybe not have a deep conversation with them. Maybe not ever, maybe no conversation, but they're close enough to see your life. And they can still, if they're around you enough, even if they're at a distance where you don't really know so much about them, they can tell what kind of person you are. And they might hear things about you from people who do know you. And that, again, is a layer where word of mouth, other people's word of mouth, they learn the message of your life. And then lastly, you know, God is watching and he sees and knows the message of our life and he knows the message of our heart and he knows where they don't line up where maybe uh, other people don't. So let me just encourage you today. Your, your life has a message. Think about what it says. Be intentional about living a life that has a, a clear message of hope that points people toward Jesus. I don't think there's anything more important than that. And I think it's important for us to, to realize God loves us, God has saved us, and he's given us a purpose. We're invited to be part of his mission to the world. And there is nothing that is better than that. So keep running. Thanks for joining us today. If you have a question we can address on the show or just want to send us a word of encouragement, send an email to talk at runwithhorses.net. That's T-A-L-K at runwithhorses.net. We look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, keep running.